Look, it's no secret that the University of Louisville men's basketball team for next season is going to need a significant roster overhaul. We're going to talk about two prospects on today's episode of the Locked On Louisville podcast that could possibly be joining the program to play next season. We'll talk about a highly rated 2023 prospect, Dennis Evans, and international prospect, um, Churchill Abass. So with that being said, let's get right on into the show. You are Locked On Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome into another episode of the Locked On Louisville Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Pence. I serve as a credential media member for Cardinal Sports Zone. also do some PA announcing work for the university in various sports. Today's episode brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. I want to say thank you all again for making us your first listen of the day. Just a reminder that the show is free on all streaming services, five days a week, your team, every day. It's all about two prospects that could be added to the Louisville men's basketball team for next season, 2023 highly rated prospect Dennis Evans. We'll talk about why this could be the first monumental recruiting victory for Kenny Payne in his tenure at Louisville and what he brings to the Cardinals program. And then we'll talk about 2023 international prospect Churchill Abass and what he will bring to the Cardinals program if he were to commit. So we'll begin with Dennis Evans. Um, Dennis just recently requested um, a release from his national letter of intent with the Minnesota Gophers. Um, the 2023 Riverside, California native is ranked as the 18th best prospect, according to 247sports.com, the third best center in the country, and the fourth best prospect in this, excuse me, the state of California. Um, he had been committed to the Gophers program since October 17th, um, just weeks after taking an official visit. He signed just a month later in November, and a couple months after that, he has requested his national letter of intent to be released, and the University of Minnesota has granted that release. So he is back um, as an uncommitted prospect. Well, what was interesting to me and why we're going to talk about him here today is that he received a crystal ball prediction just a little while ago from Trevor Andershock of um, Peegs.com, uh, the Indiana contributor to the 24-7 Sports Network uh, with a confidence of six, which is medium confidence. Um, but one thing, a couple things in this prediction is that how much does an insider from Indiana know? I mean, this is a prospect that's from California, uh, was committed to Minnesota, so it, it's hard to see the connection. But one thing that I found interesting and probably uh, beneficial for Louisville or encouraging, I should say, is that Andershock is 34 of 34 in 2023 in terms of accuracy. All time, he's 44 of 44, so Technically, he hasn't gotten a prediction wrong. Um, something else to focus on. It seems like he's not making a prediction unless he is truly sure. So um, it seems like all signs right now point to the Cardinals being in a solid position. I know that there has been rumors that TCU, who had been involved before he committed to Minnesota, they are back in the mix and they are um, trying to come up with a solid uh, NIL package, which... Um, 
would obviously be smart for the Horned Frogs and Jamie Dixon's program, but for Louisville, it seems like you know Kenny Payne um, over the past couple of weeks has made a comment uh, or a couple of comments that the program is going to um, really utilize NIL to its full capacity, and something that the football program has done, uh, something that has just kind of changed the college landscape. Um, but something encouraging to hear from Kenny Payne, and you would have to assume that um, this is going to be a prospect that you're going to have to put NIL to the test with being a highly rated prospect. Usually, you would feel that a guy ranked inside of the top 30, you're going to have to have your NIL infrastructure in line because you have a lot of programs um, throwing a ton of NIL money their way. So uh, Dennis Evans would possibly be the first monumental recruiting victory for Kenny Payne as the head coach of the University of Louisville. We talked about a month or so ago about how Trenton Flowers could be that prospect for Kenny Payne in the 2024 class, but that was because there weren't many opportunities left in the 2023 class. Now there is. And it seems like, you know, regardless of whether or not he's going to go to Louisville or not, the Cardinals are at least in the picture because they've gotten a crystal ball prediction that doesn't just come out of thin air if there's absolutely no chance. Where there is smoke, there is fire. So, I like I said, I, I don't want to jump the, I don't want to jump the gun here and say that um, you know Louisville is the favorite to land Dennis Evans because simply put, I don't know. This is sort of a recent you know, trend, recent phenomenon. So I'm not necessarily sure where the Cardinals stand in the mix, but this recruitment makes a ton of sense for Louisville, not only from a basketball perspective, and we're going to talk about that in the next segment. This makes a ton of sense for the Cardinals from a program standpoint. This is a program that is needing that rejuvenation on the recruiting trail. Obviously, If you get a a commitment or a recruit that is ranked very, very highly, that doesn't take away the current need for the coaching to be better. It doesn't take away, you know, the need for X's and O's to be very solid next season. Two things can be true at one time, right? I think that just because you are addressing the recruiting side of things doesn't necessarily take away the need for solid coaching as well. And I'm sure that... Many understand that, but there are probably going to be some comments under this video um, on YouTube that say, well, hey, look, does it really matter if you get a nearly five-star level prospect if the coaching is still lacking? That's why I'm saying, I can't believe I have to say these these things for the record, but I have to. Yes, this program um, is going to continue to need solid coaching while also seeing a jump in recruiting. I think that both things are true at one time. But we're talking strictly about the recruiting side of things at this point in time, right? So, um, simply put, this is the type of commitment that Kenny Payne and the coaching staff desperately needs to win moving into next season. One of There's, there's kind of two main... Uh, concerns with Louisville right now. Number one, that's the lack of success on the court. Some people will argue, or a lot of people will argue, that this team is better than the record suggests. I would agree with that. But there's also some that um, would be not necessarily okay with the record, but they'd be a little bit more uh, accepting if the recruiting was better. 
because right now Kenny Payne and company are still searching for the first big recruiting win, monumental recruiting win of his head coaching tenure. Granted, you can argue that the NCAA cloud that was lifted late in the fall definitely had a um, you know a factor to play in that equation, and I would agree with that. But um, simply put, Kenny Payne is nearly um, uh, what eleven months into his head coaching job at Louisville, and he's yet to land that monumental recruit. I am under the impersonation that. Caleb Glenn was always going to come to Louisville regardless of who the head coach was. Curtis Williams Jr. has the potential to be a very solid player at Louisville, but he's a top 75 player. You talk about Karan Davis, um, a JUCO guy that isn't ranked in the top 100 in JUCOs. Uh, Emmanuel Okorafor, um, an international prospect that wasn't necessarily ranked highly either. And that isn't any disrespect meant towards either of those four prospects. Or I guess you could talk about Brandon Huntley-Hatfield who... Uh, transfer from Tennessee, but he's a guy who averaged under five points per game. That's not to say that none of these players can't be good, but when you talk about a monumental recruiting victory, Louisville hasn't had one inside of the top, what, 40 yet? And this is an opportunity to go out and get a player inside of the top 20, uh, an elite prospect that is going to be a player that a lot of schools are I would imagine are probably going to go after heavily here in the next couple weeks or couple months, depending on when his, um, you know, target date is for a commitment. But nonetheless, a very solid prospect that would mark the mon- first monumental recruiting win for Kenny Payne in his head coaching tenure at Louisville, and it's desperately needed. Um, another reason why this recruitment makes a ton of sense for Louisville, because from a basketball perspective, it's what the Cardinals need. We're going to talk about that here in just a second as we talk about our friends and the title sponsor of the show, FanDuel. We're over the midway point of the NBA season, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Um, Obviously, I've told you all a couple times, I am a huge Houston Rockets fan. We are not a good team this year. We haven't been a good team since James Harden was on the on the team. But uh, I still like to check out the bets. I like to see what the spreads are and if the Rockets can cover that spread. I like to see what the player projections are for Jalen Green, for Jabari Smith, and whether or not that they can reach those. So it gets very specific when it terms uh, when it comes to term of betting. Um, so don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Uh, and bonus bets when you go fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with Fanduel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Hey, Cardinal fans, thanks again for making Locked On Louisville your first listen every day. Make sure you check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Everything you need to know about college basketball all in one place. Plus, hear from big name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. Locked on College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. So we're continuing on talking about highly rated 2023 big man Dennis Evans of uh, Hillcrest, um, Hill, I think it's Hillcrest Prep in Riverside, California. We talked about why this recruitment would be Kenny Payne's first monumental recruiting victory on you know the recruiting trail. But we also want to take it a little bit of a step further. Let's talk about the fit on the court for Louisville. What makes the most sense here um, for the Cardinals when it comes to bringing Dennis Evans 
on to the team. Number one, it's a um, you know an upgrade in talent. It's an upgrade in a highly rated player. Um, I think that um, you look at where Louisville is sitting for next season. Um, it's probably a situation to where Sidney Curry. You would assume this is probably his last year at Louisville. Um, and then you have a couple of other guys: Brandon Huntley Hatfield, JJ Trainer, um, Jalen Withers, Roosevelt Wheeler. So on and so forth. Um, guys that can play the five, although might project more as fours. I think that Dennis Evans, with his ability to protect protect the rim, I know in positionless basketball it doesn't necessarily matter, but I would assume that he's probably going to be a starting center um, at the next level, or at least playing the center position at the next level. So, and there's no guarantee that the all these guys are going to be back. You may see guys like Roosevelt Wheeler decide to transfer. You may see Jalen Withers decide to go to the NBA. Uh, J.J. Trainer, I think, is probably a candidate more than likely to come back. But you have guys like Brandon Huntley-Hadfield. You don't know exactly what he's going to do. But as of right now, where it stands, regardless if all of the big guys come back, Louisville does not have one true rim protector. That's what I'm looking at as the number one benefit to adding a player like Dennis Evans is you immediately add a solid rim protector. We've seen in the past Louisville recruit rim protectors that went elsewhere. Uh, Aaron Bradshaw went to Kentucky. Um, Isaiah Miranda went to, I believe, NC State. So Louisville's been in need of a rim protector. Do they still need guard play? You bet they do. But as of right now, we're talking about, I, I mentioned when we talk about 2024 or 2023-24, when it comes to addressing the needs the needs are to get this team better. As bad as that may sound, it's to completely overturn the roster. Right now, you have to address every position. Um, sure, I think at the wing position, you're probably a little bit better than you are at guard play than you know than guard play and then in the middle. But I think Dennis Evans makes a lot of sense for Louisville because he immediately brings rim protection to the team. The seven foot one, two hundred and ten pound. Uh, 2023 prospect is one of the best shot blockers in the 2023 class. Has a remarkable seven foot eight wingspan, which is pretty significant. It's bigger than a lot of NBA players. I think the two off top of my head that I know that are that have a larger wingspan is Rudy Gobert. Does um, I'm not sure who else. Um, I think Mobamba is another player that I think has a wingspan that might be a little bit larger. But regardless, you see when you watch his film, Dennis Evans is a premier shot blocker. He's a guy that is such a good shot blocker that it completely alters how teams play offensively in the half court against Dennis Evans' team because you know that when you bring it inside, it's going to be tough to go against. It's kind of like the Joel Embiid effect in my opinion um you know Hakeem Olajuwon guys that were premier shot blockers uh Anthony Davis you know guys that really protect the rim well that Jared Allen I mean you could the list goes on that kind of change how half court offense is um you know approached because you bring it inside and there's a good chance that there's a premier shot blocker standing right there Dennis Evans a fantastic shot blocker um that's going to be I, I think right away I'm not necessarily sure what his role would look like immediately. Would he be a starter? 
Possibly. I'm not necessarily sure. Would he also be a guy that is going to play decent minutes? I think he would. I think immediately he's going to be a guy that can come in right away and give you solid rim protection, give you solid on-ball defense. Now, granted, he's going to continue to need to add strength and uh, weight, you know, being only 210 pounds according to his 24-7 sports profile. But um, with his length, I think that you – kind of compensate a little bit for that lack of um, you know, body strength, lack of weight, um, while his body continues to um, you know, be transformed in the weight room. You know, I think that he is able to be put on the court despite of that, because he's such a good shot blocker, such a good rim protector, has good has good instincts when it comes to blocking shots, uh, doesn't gamble a ton, you know, stays um pretty uh, committed to playing on-ball defense until the shot goes up, in, in which he's very, very good at recognizing that. Um, the main thing for me is what does he translate to offensively? Um, watching his film, um, you know, obviously his length comes into play. He's solid around the rim. He's a lefty that has shown the ability to knock down the deep ball. I don't think he comes into the college game right away and is shooting 35 to 40% from behind the arc. Um, in fact, I think it's one of those things where he probably averages under one, maybe two per game, depending on what his role is at the next level. Um, I think that he is a raw prospect offensively when it comes to a post game, when it comes to, uh, creating his own shot. Um, but he has a link that kind of helps him, you know, in the AAU and the high school ranks right now. So I think that he is a project offensively. I think that he's going to be a guy that, um, has the potential to drop 20 on any given night. I just wonder if that's going to be something that we're going to see consistently. I think that he has, like I said, like the, has the length, has the you know size to be able to um, you know get around his guy in the half court. I think that you know what needs to be developed in um, the offensive game plan is his um, ability to score on the basket around uh, bigger offensive or bigger defensive players. Um, as you know, players are bigger in the college game mainly, so stronger as well. So that's something to focus on is, you know, I think that Dennis Evans is a player that right away would be able to be used as a shot blocker, a role player, um, that specializes in leading the team's defense, especially at the rim offensively. I think that he would be a guy that is utilized around the rim, um, attacking the boards, uh, utilizing his size on putbacks, um, you know, alley-oops, um, you know, you're playing sort of on the block near the baseline and you're being utilized in alley-oop situations. Um, I think he moves well for being seven foot one. Um, and something that, you know, Louisville really hasn't had a true premier shot blocker since probably honest Mahmoud in the late 2010s, uh, the mid to late 2010s. So, a uh, very welcomed addition if he were to commit to the University of Louisville. I think that um, you know has a ton of potential. Has the potential to be a very very good NBA player. Um, you know, with his size, with his um, you know ability to move for his size, with his shot blocking potential, but needs to refine his offensive skill set. Needs to um, you know find his all find his identity as a scorer. Um, and just continue to develop his post game. So um, very, very excited that the Cardinals are involved in Dennis Evans' recruitment. Um, and hopefully this is a recruitment that Louisville can come out on top on. So we will see, but definitely some solid schools lining up in the mix as well. Another player that possibly could join the team we'll talk about here in the next segment is Churchill Abass, um, an international prospect from the NBA Academy in Africa. 
Um, We'll talk about him here in just a second. Before we do that, I want to thank you all again for making us your first listen of the day. Just a reminder that the Locked On the Louisville podcast is free on all streaming services, including YouTube and WHAS 11 Plus, five days a week, your team, every day. All right, heading into the final segment, we're talking about players that could be added for next year's team for the Louisville men's basketball squad. We just talked about Dennis Evans. Time to talk about another 2023 prospect. That is Churchill Abbas uh, from the NBA Academy in Africa. Um, One thing I will say, being the PA announcer that I am, I'm very, very um, uptight about getting pronunciations right. I... It irks me when I don't know the pronunciation of a name. I tried to find out how to pronounce Churchill's last name. Um, if it's Abbas or Abbas or Abbas, I'm not necessarily sure. Um, so if I'm getting it wrong, please forgive me because I truly don't know. I searched for over about 30 minutes to try to find, but um, um, wasn't able to find any luck. Um, Churchill, the six foot nine, two hundred and forty five pound um, native of South Africa, played for the NBA Academy in in Africa, um, is a player that a lot of national recruiting analysts are starting to talk about. And Travis Branham of twenty four seven Sports in his National Prep Invitational Standouts piece uh, just this past uh, just in this month he talked about. Uh, Churchill. He says, if there was anything holding Churchill Abbas back from breaking out as a high major prospect, it wasn't set to hold as he was destined to use his brute strength to shatter through as a high major target. He looks like a Big Ten football player, but has plenty of game on the court and certainly elevated his stock here. He plays for the NBA Academy Africa, or he plays for the NBA Africa Academy and kept things very lively on the sidelines as coaches and fans were left in awe of his athleticism for his size and the endless motor he played with. Abbas is planning to take a visit to Ole Miss, but others should be fighting to get in line to bring him on campus. When he picks a school, he will be ranked as a four-star prospect. If you didn't catch on, Abbas is a certified monster. A guy that um, there's been a lot of talk about, you know, Louisville possibly adding two international prospects over the past couple months. I know Jeremy Wallman, the Cardinal Sports Zone, my guy, 55, has talked about two international prospects that um, you know, Louisville has been involved in uh, that he believes Louisville will add. One of them was Emmanuel Acorafor, who um, joined the program and has been playing a couple games. The other, now revealed to me, is uh, Churchill Abbas. Um, you know, Abbas is a player that utilizes that strength and uh, just brute force. Six foot nine, two hundred and forty-five pounds. Um, there's not a ton of film. Uh, in-game film, so I'll just be completely honest. I'm not too familiar with his game. When I talk to some people that are familiar with the NBA Academy, both in Latin America and Africa, the same scout that told me that uh, Frederick King was going to be solid in the college game has also told me that uh, Churchill is going to be solid in the college game. Um, sort of undersized for his position, being six foot nine, but has a ton of strength. Um, very, very solid on both ends of the court when it comes to um, relentless effort, uh, solid motor, as Travis Branham mentioned, um, does a good job around the basket, um, you know, compensating for that lack of, you know, height with his ability to utilize his strength. Not a guy you're going to very easily move off the block. Um, you know, one thing to focus on here is that he has a 36 to 38 inch vertical and a seven foot two wingspan. So despite not necessarily being uh, the tallest guy is very athletic, 
and has a very solid wingspan as well. So um, possibly a plus level defender at the rim at the next level does a good job of blocking shots from what I've seen from limited amount of film action. Offensively speaking, a player that um, is going to be developmental, uh, going to be a developmental prospect offensively. I think he's like like Dennis Evans is going to be solid around the rim right away uh, for different reasons. Evans is more so utilizing his size. Um, but Churchill is more so utilizing his strength. So uh, I think that um, Churchill is a player that, like a core four, is going to need to refine his offensive skill set. But the relentless motor, the um, you know, the fantastic work ethic, um, the attention to rebounding the basketball, um, and the strength aspect is going to allow him to possibly see the court early in a role player rotational role. So I think that this is a possible addition that could help Louisville in the front court as well as they're trying to figure some things out. But like I said, Ole Miss is in the picture. Um, There's a couple of other schools like Memphis I've seen, uh, so on and so forth. So Louisville is not necessarily, um, you know, alone in this recruitment. They're going to have to seal the deal. They're going to have to get him on campus. If he's lining up a Mississippi official visit, uh, granted Kermit Davis is out as the head coach of Mississippi. So that's something to focus on possibly. But like I said, going to be something that Louisville needs to get into the mix on and try to seal the deal with. Um, Before we end the show, I do want to mention one thing I I forgot to mention just now. Remember, Dennis Evans will only be 18 not this upcoming draft, but the next draft night. So sort of young as a prospect, um, I think only 16 or 17 as it stands right now. I think probably 17. But he's going to be 18 when draft night rolls around, as most players are going to be 19 or so. So that's something to focus on, um, you know, that he's still a pretty young prospect that is going to grow into his own. So I think that uh, that's something that is also encouraging for Louisville as well. But uh, we'll see how the Cardinals fare in both of these recruitments for Dennis Evans and Churchill Abess. But that's going to um, conclude this episode of the show. Everyone have a great day. We'll see you right back here very soon.